0: Moving into the next section on limits and continuity, I'd like to introduce you to the idea of a limit. And it's kind of a time-honored tradition amongst math teachers to talk about Zeno's paradox when we talk about limits. Now, Zeno was a Greek philosopher who lived around 500 BC. And he came up with a series of things called paradoxes, things that he felt he was able to prove one way, even though common sense implied something else. And one of his paradoxes was called Achilles and the tortoise. And the way that it goes is the tortoise challenges Achilles to a race, but clearly Achilles was the fastest man around. And so he was going to have quite an advantage over the tortoise. So being a sportsmanly gentleman, he gives the tortoise a head start of half the distance of the race. And to look at this, we actually can look at a simulation online and see what happens. But instead of using the tortoise and Achilles, they're going to use the tortoise and the hare, which you might be familiar with as well, the story of the tortoise and the hare. All right, here's a website, The Tortoise and Hare Race, and you can find this website under the main umbrella website, www.shodor.org. It's S-H-O-D-O-R org and this guy who calls himself Shodor is actually an educator and he has a lot of really exciting sites on there and one of them is this tortoise and the hare race and so here think of the hare as Achilles in Zeno's paradox and here's the tortoise and you can see that the race is from zero to a hundred you can think yards or kilometers if that's a lot but at meters whatever you'd like to think of the finish line right here is a hundred units away and the tortoise is given a head start of 50 units so let's just say it's meters so here's the tortoise at 50 meters now the thing that zeno argued was that the hare will definitely catch up to where the tortoise was but when the hare catches up to the tortoise hasn't the tortoise gone a little more so what i'm going to do is i'm going to click next stage And you can see here now the hair has caught up to where the tortoise was and for this problem they've given the tortoise a certain rate so that that puts him at 75 now, so 75 meters. So the hair is caught up to 50 meters but now the tortoise has gone another 25. So you can see it looks like the hair goes twice as fast as the tortoise then, does that make sense? So when the hare is at 50, the tortoise is at 75. All right, so when the hare catches up to where the tortoise was in the next stage, now the hare is at 75 and the tortoise is at 87.5. So the hare has gone 25 and the tortoise has gone 12.5 meters. And then when the hare catches up to where the tortoise was at 87.5, Now the tortoise is at 93.75. I realize you might not be able to see these numbers, but you can get the idea in general, what Zeno argued was whenever Achilles or the hare, the faster one, catches up to the slower one's previous position, the slower one has gone a little more. And so when I click next stage again, definitely the hair is getting closer to the tortoise and realistically they're almost right on top of each other aren't they but when we do it one stage at a time each time the hair catches up the tortoise has gone a little more you'll also notice that the tortoise says wait a minute are they ever going to finish the tortoise still hasn't quite gotten there has he and the hair still hasn't quite caught up to the tortoise when we look at the numbers. Now I can zoom in right here and so we can see a closer up version. Here's the finish line. The tortoise is almost there at 99.95117 and so on meters. The hare is at 99.90234375 meters so he's behind the tortoise. Now when we do next stage he's caught up again and caught up again. Again they're getting close to each other But I could zoom in again, couldn't I? And I could say next stage and next stage. And it says, you've seen 15 stages. Do you know who wins? And still, the hare is behind the tortoise. So does anybody ever win this race the way it's set up? And does that make any sense logically? Don't people win races all the time? And that's the paradox. Zeno thought, well, if you think about the hare always going to where the tortoise was, and the tortoise going a little more, then the hare can never catch up to the tortoise. And therefore, if he can't even catch up, there's certainly no way he could ever pass him. But also looking at it that way, then the tortoise never even makes it to the finish line. And we know that that doesn't make sense with reality. People win races all the time. So what's the answer? Why does it not work the way we think it should? And the answer is when we go and we look at the tortoise, the hare catching up to the tortoise and the tortoise going a little more, what's happening to the time? In real life, time keeps going at a constant rate, doesn't it? At least as far as we experience it, time is going on at a constant rate. But when we're looking at their distances, we're looking at tinier and tinier distances. So if you think about it, we're not really letting time go on at its constant rate when we're focusing on taking these little distances at smaller and smaller intervals so it's almost like we've got a videotape of them and we're slowing down the videotape as we get closer and closer to the end as we get closer and closer to the end we're looking at smaller pieces of time, aren't we? They're not traveling very far near the end. So we're never letting them get to the end. We're never even letting the hair get to, to any, any speed that he is really, we know he really should be going at a, a certain constant speed. But when we look at these tiny intervals, we're negating the fact that he's going at a constant speed and time is marching on. But in these examples, going back, time is really slowing down as we're looking at these tiny little intervals. So the reason the paradox is a paradox is because it's all in how you look at the problem. If you look at it realistically, we would be well beyond these little stages in real life. But if you look at it only from the sense of half the distance, half the distance, half the distance, we're never really getting to um, the end now the reason i showed you this is we're going to borrow from this idea with limits and to look at limits the best thing i like to do is to think about i don't know if you ever played like this as kids but there was a time historically, when kids might play a game of chicken, to see who can get closest to the edge of the roof without going over. Um, Hopefully this roof is not up very high, right? But the kids would say, all right, I can get a little closer than you can. And so they called it chicken, to see who was the braver one and who was the chicken. And we're gonna do it with something called a localized disaster. And the question is, is there a limit to how close you can get to the edge without going over? And like the tortoise and the hare, what if you always said, okay, I'm just gonna go half the distance between myself and the edge of the roof. Then I'll never fall over, right? If I only go half the distance between myself and the edge, okay, maybe I'm two feet away. Now I'm one foot away. Now I'm half a foot away. Now I'm a quarter of a foot away. Now an eighth of a foot away. Now a sixteenth. I'll never go over as long as I only go half the distance. Right? But realistically, it gets very difficult the closer you get to the edge to move that small of an amount, doesn't it? Just like it didn't make sense for to move those tiny little amounts for the tortoise and the hare. So we're going to look at it mathematically, but instead of thinking about the edge of the roof right here, which is what we would probably think of more realistically, we're going to talk about a hole in the roof. So suppose there's a hole in the roof. And I'm going to put the two people credited with founding calculus on the roof. We got Newton in his uh, Newton in his Mets cap, and Leibniz in his Yankees cap, and they're going to battle it out once and for all. And they're going to see who can get closer to the hole in the roof. By the way, historically, uh, we don't know how much of it is is true, but they've also historically been credited with kind of arguing over who was the father of calculus. So this is their chance to see who can get closer and prove who's the the braver, better mathematician. So I need a formula. If I'm going to do this mathematically, I need a formula for the roof. And the one I'm going to use is h of x equals the linear factor x plus 10 times the other linear factor x minus 2 all over x minus 2. And this actually believe it or not is going to have a hole in it and this is going to be a model for the height of the roof as a function of its horizontal distance along the ground putting the left corner of the house at the origin I'll show you what I mean in just a minute let's graph it on our calculators and see what happens